Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. Can you say that with a little more excitement instead of like it's a chore? What up? I'm back. We're back in the same room. It's Almost Accurate. How's that? How's that sound? That's better. That's All better. right. I want to end it with a, what's up? What's up? <laughs> this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, but mostly about how we are together in the same room for the first time in naked yeah exactly an unnecessary step admittedly does this look fatter but we did it yes and for the first time (laughs) in like a month and a half at least we were physically in the same physical location again ryan how physical are you ready to get tonight (laughs) i can't wait to get you inside of me it's been a month and a half (laughs) since i physically had you in me and i can't wait to be physically inside of you (laughs) Let's do this. Yeah, it's been it's it's been a long time. We've been you've been on vacation. We both been sick. Been very sick. I got the I got COVID. You've had COVID before. I I had COVID before. I just want to expel any rumors out there because I know people are talking. It's not herpes. It's not COVID. The streets are think it might be allergies. (laughs) I don't know. Last week I felt like a fucking dick, and. not in a good way. And now I feel better. I feel yeah. like a nice moist area. That's not a dick. Yeah. It's been, yeah. I can't think of any other moist areas in that similar region that would have this similar level of, uh, of, of wetness. Me either. I've never experienced I'm it. Built like a Barbie, bro. I'm like a Ken doll down there, man. Nobody's woke around here. <laughs> so Jake, well, wait till we talk about the watching, <laughs> watching Prey and Comanche. Oh, yes. like, I feel like that was the I feel like that was the appropriate way to watch it. Um, that was the way that I did not watch it because why I did not understand it. Why? Because I do not understand Comanche. Is it because the subtitles didn't come on by default? Because I had that same problem where I watched it solid five minutes waiting for the automatic subtitles to activate. Oh. Turns out they didn't. And even when those French like fur trappers showed up, they were like, I could not understand it. It and did it, not translate. It would. I was just like, okay. The irony is that you can understand the Indian people better. I the- got the gist of it where they're like, Hey, here's a woman. Let's get her. <laughs> and it was basically after that, you could basically infer from everybody's body language in the situation, what was going on. But I, so 
I'm going to backtrack out of that. Are, are we going into it? Do you want to go yeah, into I, it? We can, wait, we can wait. We okay. can, we've got four news stories to get through, all of which I, are well, equally I got important. something to throw out there. Right. So I watched everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. And I watched this Saturday morning before I got my tattoo. I think I was really excited. I got up really early and I had nothing to do. And I was like, uh, uh, I put this on. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch Sports Center. That's my go-to. I will drink like cranberry juice now or coffee and like watch Sports Center. But Sounds anyway, like the worst mixed drink ever. Well, yeah, those <laughs> both together probably would be the worst. But cranberry juice has been like my savior since I was sick. I've drank like two bottles of cranberry juice. I'm, I'm working my way through a third right now just because I had it. Um, but anyway, everything all at once. Or everything everywhere all at once is a movie about a lady who owns a laundromat. She's an Asian woman. She is kind of like ready to divorce her husband. She her father is very, you know, like, oh, you didn't live your life this way. And he's very condemning. And she's still trying to like be very um appeasing yes and then she has a daughter who is gay and she's trying to like handle that but also appease her father who is like you know gay people out here except he's asian so i don't know how that would be it's apparently not why as widely accepted in yeah like certain asian cultures from what i have blows my mind times are changing give it time it'll be over um, I hope so. <laughs> but anyway, she um her husband becomes possessed by a different version of himself from a different dimension and he explains to her what needs to go on um or what she needs to do so they can discuss what's happening and he can fill her in. Basically, he whoops ass with a fanny pack. Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Um ultimately the it's a very indie movie it takes you all around the world in an entertaining way but really brings you back to the fast and the furious where it's all about love family coronas and sunday dinners sunday dinners yeah um so i enjoyed it um it's really the end part that really got me um uh, they also talk about a bagel which is pretty much like this black hole that draws everybody in um but really it's just about appeasing is the best word for this. Appeasing everybody's like interest. Everybody's so, got an opinion, don't they? They do. And I thought it was good. It wasn't the best indie movie I saw. I'm more of a sucker for rom-coms, but I thought it was good. And it took you all over the place. It's something fresh because we have not seen an indie movie I haven't like I've seen a on good a, one in a long time. It's been a while. Um I think I can't remember like without like a big name star in it. Um, the last one I watched, I well the Will Ferrell movie where Euro, whatever was that considered indie? I, I feel like it was it's, on Netflix, so I don't know how indie you can consider well, it. But. You know, they let anything happen, and then there was that movie with Adam <laughs> Devine, um, wherever he went back in time. Also, that movie with um, Andy Sandberg, where he was living the same day over and over. Palm Springs. Yeah, it was like I feel like those movies are kind of indie veined. They def, definitely they're in that vein. Um, Palm Springs is good. I we rewatched that maybe two months ago, and I, I gotta say it holds up. 
I it's such enjoyed a great, it. It's a great little time, especially if you've been maybe it's a chill night and you've been smoking a little bit and smoking a little what? Put on some spy, anything, you know, crack cocaine. You want yeah, to put on some? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says let's have a chill night like crack, crack and cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> you want to put on some some Palm Springs and watch J.K. Simmons shoot Andy Samberg with a fucking bowcaster <laughs> multiple times, but it's then they figure it out. Shit. <laughs> They go, they learn it out. They hug it out. Like it's, it's such a good movie, but yeah, no, it's been a long time. I I think Palm Springs was probably the first like indie movie that I can think of that immediately springs to mind where I'm like, oh yeah, I love that kind of thing. That kind of vibe that just recently. Yeah. Definitely in the recent past. And again, that was two summers ago. Yeah. And I I think of, this is definitely an indie movie, at least gave me indie movie vibes. But it was definitely kind of high budgeted for some of it because there was a lot of like special stuff going on. Yeah, there's fucking dimension hopping and all this and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, exactly. Digitally and, recreating Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, no, rights. she was not a hologram or anything, <laughs> but it was good. Um, my wife and me were going to watch it, but I'm more of the um, science fiction person. I could watch science science fiction all day. Same. She <laughs> is not in tune with that. She's like, this is weird. What's be, going on? And I knew immediately when I saw is, some weird shit, I was like, this ain't going to jive for her. the same with me. I'm like, it's got to be really, really good for me to be like, hey. We should check this out. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be really like, it's got to transcend the, the But you could watch that all day. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. It's kind of interesting. It doesn't even have to be good. I'm just like, oh, okay, that was cool. Yeah. That was I, a cool idea. I, shit. I mean, the show is shit, but like, yeah. that was a cool idea, at least. <laughs> I really liked that. Oblivion <laughs> with uh, Tom Cruise. I thought that was decent. It wasn't the best the, movie I ever saw. It's, uh, World War II, but with uh, aliens, but it's in the future. No, he's like sectioned off in this one area. And uh, really, it's this um, alien from outer space and they've controlled them. They've got them. They've cloned him and somebody else. And they think they have to defend this area and just like check everything. And they have them in different quadrants. And then there's the humans who are actually living in this world that are, they have convinced Tom Cruise and his, his uh, other person, there are aliens and they're uh, rebels and stuff. But you come to find out uh, it's kind of interesting. I found it interesting. I've watched it a couple of times. Immediately think of day after tomorrow. That was the one I was thinking of day after tomorrow. Is yeah. that the one with the uh, him and Emily Blunt? And it's like World War Two, but it's the aliens. Oh, the, where he lives at the edge of tomorrow this, is what they called that. Yeah, but they changed the it. Day. Yeah, they changed the name of it after it was released. Yeah, it was in called DVD. Ed Day After Tomorrow. Was it? Edge, then they called it Edging edge of After Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> edging until I tomorrow. edge all the time. Edging until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, my Good friend. Luck them. So many tentacles is what I'm saying. Mm. So what you were stung recently, many of them tentacles. You're right. I was stung by a massive jellyfish. Every time I tell this story, the jellyfish's tentacles get longer, but it really is a, um, it was 30 feet long. I tell you 30 what. foot long jellyfish, uh, 10 meters for your overseas listeners. But yeah, it was, it was a very, it was a very long jellyfish. I got it wrapped around my hands and my forearm and most of me and my extended family got stung by jellyfish. So I carry that as a badge of honor. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, this is this cool thing that happened to me. This I can, little thing. I can see this little thing. Yeah. Everyone pee-peed on it. Don't worry about it. 
What you got? Would you? What is uh, one body part that you would be like? No, I am not letting anybody pee on that. I said, did I say nutsack too early? Yeah, you said it way too early. I could say nutsack again. You're like that lady whenever I ordered at cookout today. Nutsack. There were two things. She's like, is that it? And I was like, I mean, there could have been more. These are just French fries and friggin' uh, milkshakes. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I I like to, I like to take my time. They're like, is that it? I'm like, no, it's, it's not it. Uh, no, I would not want a jellyfish to wrap its, its, uh, electrical tentacles around my nutsack. I think nipples would be a thing for me. It would be bad. Honestly, I rode, I rode my bike the other day and I don't know what it was extra windy. And I think I was a little bit like it was humid. And so my, my Jersey got a little wet. And so it was chafing my, my, my right nipple as it was whipping in the breeze. And I was like, so you're like Andy Nardog, you know, how he's running. I really needed to bust out the, the nipple tape for that. <laughs> it really made I me chafed. think of that because honestly, I was like this, I, the first time I've ever chafed doing this because it's, it's just real windy. It's extra windy. You find and if you one nipples, particular nipple on this side is extra sensitive. I think it's important to lick the nipples before you get started. You're a real flexible man. Let me tell you what. You best believe it. Or I just have really big boobies where I can put the nipple in my mouth. Or that. Um, My wife can do that too. Pretty good stuff. It was great stuff. Um, we should get to the news, right? Should we? Yeah, we said we're talking about my nipple or my wife's nipple. We said this is going to be a quick one. It's 14 minutes in. Well, granted, there's some parts I need to go back and fix, but yeah, there's nothing you need to go back and fix. (laughs) Forget it. Uh, THQ has uh, announced they're going to do another South Park game, and you know what? I've never played one of these, they've all gotten really good reviews. But yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. Apparently, they are very well reviewed, which is surprising for a licensed sort of thing. Uh, and you know what? Good for them that they actually take took that and adapted that to a, a decent formula. When you look at the South Park animation style, it on TV, <laughs> it really I don't something about South Park. It just it doesn't look that good. But if you were to treat it like it was a video game, you'd be like, it's perfect. That's a great idea. I love I love that. That style would translate to a game more and I've just I've never given it the time of day before. Well, you're just a horrible person. That's it. That's bra- <laughs> that's, that's the break. That's news a nail on the head right there. <laughs> what else we got, Ryan? Um so I added another bit of news. I'm really actually excited about this. Um I just saw this. Um so Guillermo del Toro is releasing this thing called cabinet of curiosity it begins October 25th, which bums me out because I'll have a kiddo and won't have as much free time. Not because I have a kiddo just because I won't have as much free time, but he's going to do double features, eight chilling stories over four nights. Um, so that's kind of cool. And it reminds me of uh, what was that? Uh, fear street that they did oh, yeah, where yeah. it was like weekly releases and kind of kept you involved. I, I think that's kind of cool. Get you some Bluetooth headphones, leave one of them out. Yeah. I know that'll work. <laughs> yeah. As the kid's crying, I'm like, eh, shut up kid. Well, um, I got one earphone in, so yeah, I can still kind of listen. I'm to ignoring not bit. now. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Um, oh, we uh, so Kung Fu Panda Jack Black is coming back for that uh, 2024 release. Kung Fu Panda, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda 4 
Um, so people are excited about that. I mean, well, let's just keep twisting that friggin' rag of money and see what pours out. I so this is the spinoff of so it was Kung Fu Panda its own thing before Madagascar. Am I mis- mixing up different? You're things. mixing those up, but I think they both were done by DreamWorks. Yeah, that's. I guess that's why I'm kind of lumping them in together. So Kung Fu Panda was he Jack Black did that with he did like what two different movies and then they wrung that rag out over different series of Kung Fu Panda franchises. Well, I think they did even like a cartoon. Yeah, that's yeah. It was like a Saturday morning cartoon for a little while, and then they did a third movie. Now they're doing a fourth one, which is now coming out in 2024. I love Shrek. Jack Black can just he he can just write a blank. You can just give him a blank check for anything. Just give me Goosebumps 3. I want to know all that means. (laughs) I think we would all love to see another Goosebumps over Kung Fu Panda 4, but maybe. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. I'm sure it'll be good. Maybe it won't be the best, but, you know, kids are stupid and they'll love it. Well, speaking of things that will probably be good, but maybe not the best, you sent me this. It was a. (laughs) I did, but you were aware of it already. I was a little bit aware of this is that there's a squirrel, a a game coming out on Steam that's just a squirrel running around with a handgun. And fuck (laughs) if this isn't just this, if this isn't just the year of animals playing as animals in video games. Fuck, it looks fucking funny. I have no idea if this will be any good or not. And on the same level that Stray was, which I think we both thought was pretty good. Yeah, this one's more in the vein of funny, though. Yeah, this looks more like a tech demo where they're like, man, wouldn't it be funny if it was a video game where you're (laughs) a squirrel that found a pistol? This is what drugs do to people. (laughs) I have no idea how this will actually turn out. I'm pretty sure my computer could probably run this i could probably probably go in on this maybe it looks like a third person shooter. if it's more than 30 dollars i oh yeah no i would not if this is like 10 dollars, i'm in day one man i'd take it for 20 yeah (laughs) it it really let me know what happens here i'm on the edge of my seat just really want to see what happens honestly it's such it's such a bummer stuff like this comes out on PC all the time. And then you're like, oh, in, you know, a year and a half, it'll be out on PS4 and Switch. It's like, oh, uh, well, 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 now we're going to know what's going to happen before we get it. Yeah. Now we've already played Fight Crab and we know it's not a good game. Yeah. Or the shark game or the goat game or the goose game. Goose game was good. I will say, if you've got $10 to spare, Goose Game is worth it. Untitled Goose Game is a classic. If you haven't played it, you can just be an asshole goose and just fuck with people. And you know what? What more do you want? I just want to be an asshole. Yeah, exactly. You could be a human asshole or you can be a goose. And then you feel excused because they got teeth. They're scary. You ever seen a goose open its mouth? A lot of teeth. It's like a, a lot of teeth. It's like a shark on the land. No, it is not. They're scary. They, you, they may be scary, but I mean, they don't have don't teeth. They just like a bill and they just gut. like chomp on you. You don't want your scrot to be anywhere near that duck's mouth. Well, I mean, you're, you're trying to get peed on. So, I mean, on your scroty. That's the last place I'd want it to happen. Or, or tentacles to be just. <laughs> <laughs> but. Let me tell you, mouth is a mouth. Um, John Wick director wants to make a Ghost of Shishima movie in Japanese. Oh, okay, so I <laughs> I read this article and immediately I went to the comment section. I was like, I can't wait to see 
what everybody's like, this is cultural appropriation. And honestly, I read the article and I was like, okay, I, I respect this guy's choice. But also the way that he explains his, the way that he's talking about it, it really sounds like he's just like, wouldn't it be cool if we did like a, a movie in Japan, but they're like talking Japanese, man. Like, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. So it's, like he's stoned and people are like, this is cultural appropriation when it's really just like a stoned person talking. You're it's like, really just should like, pay this guy no mind. I feel like it's this guy thinking he's profound talking about it. Like us? Like it's <laughs> exactly like it's the craziest thing in the world to be like a movie set in 1278 in Japan. The characters are like speaking Japanese and he's and that's as far as he went. But I love Mortal Kombat. I watched it recently. It's I'm conflicted about it because I've played like Ghost of Tsushima in both both languages. And I've played the game two and a half times. And honestly, I prefer the English version. You played it two and a half times? I started again about a month ago and I've just kept going. You do you, boo. It's it's great. I'm honestly most used to the English language, but Me too. Crazy. This is the thing I was thinking about though when I was watching Prey and Comanche. Where I was like, if I'm watching a movie, it's different from when you're interacting with something. Because when you're watching a movie, it's a very passive experience. But when you're playing a game and there's literal audio cues where it's like, hey, duck, they're firing arrows. And that's in a language you don't speak and you have to rely on subtitles. Well, for how that. do you think you're going to learn the language, man? It's exactly. If you can't dodge a language, if you can't <laughs> you dodge, dip, a dodge language, duck, which is what I've been doing my entire dodge life, wrench, I'm like, eh, 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 English. And if you can't dodge, <laughs> dodge a wrench, you can't dodge a ball. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, I see both parts of that argument. And, but I think that it really just irritated me the way that he, the director was speaking about it as if this was a new idea. And the fact that he refers to Sony thinking it's a risk. And again, I want to remind everyone, Sony is a Japanese corporation. This is a, so the way that this gets complicated is Sony is a Japanese corporation, but Ghost of Tsushima is made by an American studio, but it's under the umbrella of Sony, which is a Japanese corporation. They're like, hey, would it be crazy if we made an American made movie made in like Los Angeles, I guess, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Japanese actors speaking Japanese and then like go back to Sony and like that's a bad idea because a wider audience would approve of an English language and it's just go this, figure it's this whole thing where it's like just put the thing in subtitle. I feel like people are more accepting of subtitles and watching stuff in subtitles hello maybe. squid games and again if it's good I think if, squid games if it's is good, very if it's questioning if it's uncharted morals and it's in Japanese as opposed to being in English. I don't think it really makes if it's the same level as good as Uncharted. I don't think it makes as big of a deal. If it if you think this is some kind of masterpiece, I don't think that the fact that if it's in English or in Japanese makes that big of a difference. If it's not a good movie. Like, I guess you committed to a style when you're like, oh, OK, well, we're going to go for historical accuracy but who has done that recently? Uh, Show me the names. Uh, pray. And that guy's, okay. Got, yeah. Well, like, I got to go take a shit next to this tree, but he said it in Comanche and everyone's like, great. 
That guy's taking committed. You committed to the historical accuracy. I hope you use that bag and clean it up because if I step in another poo poo again, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, the predator was mad. That's probably why he killed him. Because he's like, I would kill that person. So I'm definitely going to do my little three laser things and this motherfucker. Time to cut a bitch up. No doubt, no doubt. Take your tampon. It's an interesting cultural conversation, but also if that movie is good or bad, it really it. It's not dependent on what language it's said in. And I think that the fact that he thinks that the director thinks that that is a big deal makes me worried for whether that movie will be any good or not. Smartest man alive. (laughs) Microsoft finally admits Xbox One One cells were less than half a PS4. Wow. They really were holding on to that and didn't want to admit it. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that I could take care of that because they hadn't released official Xbox sales figures for seven years. And the only reason you do that is if it didn't sell as good as the other thing, (laughs) or you don't want to show your taxes, you'd be all over that. You'd be like, yeah, man, we sold a fucking hundred million. One of these shits. They're like, nah, it's not not like, nah, it's not as, it's not as much, but you know what? Microsoft's still a way bigger company than Sony <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, well, yeah. With their consoles. not But not great. in this particular facet or market. Not selling great in this division. Um, Jake, we saw the new Wednesday trailer for the Adam Family movie. Um, I have no idea what to make of this. I, there was the beginning. I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. But then it looks like it's like she's on the verge of being accepted by going to the special yeah. school. There's little sister that was in you. I, I, and I'm sorry. I don't remember the actress name out of hand. She was in the little sister in you. And she was also in, uh, she was the sister that got screamed, screamed. She got stabbed. in Jenna screamed. Ortega. All right. Jenna Ortega. She's in this and she's honestly, she's great in the things that I've seen her in, but this I is a Hispanic version of cannot. Fi- well, you've got, Gomez Adams. Yeah. Classic <laughs> white name. Yeah. Adams. <laughs> Gomez Adams. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I white, white, white. You can't, I don't know what to make of it. Honestly, like the, the, the animated Adams family stuff is hit or miss. I think the first one was really great. The second one miss. A big miss for both of us. I think we neither one of us really enjoyed that, but it's it. We'll see. I, I will reserve judgment. This is a Halloween release. This might just be a one-off thing from Netflix. With like, hey, here's here's the live action. They've been fucking up shit lately. They had to pay a pretty penny for to get the uh, rights to this. And I will say that this doesn't bother me that it's like a Hispanic family. I'm like. Luis Guzman still is a mystery to me. That part's a mystery to me. Is he a good actor or not? I really don't know because he's been in 4,000 different movies and TV shows. Well, I just feel like (laughs) it's more focused on... So you want to have the biggest talent and kind of line it up. And I feel like the girls in this show are probably... um, Or the women. They're more well-rounded actresses as opposed to the gentleman. I mean, Luis Guzman, we've seen him in stuff. He's just kind of like a silly, whatever. She's kind of there. The this, kid, I don't know who the that show is. is called Wednesday. It's not called Pugsley. Yeah. It's not called or Adam's family. Gomez. Yeah. 
So I think Morticia. They really invested in their number one, and we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see it, um, but at the same time, I'm not really sure what to make of Just it. Just based on the the animated movies, Wednesday was the main character in both of those animated movies as well. Well, so. I think friggin' Christina Ricci crawled so these people could walk. <laughs> I can't argue with that. I absolutely can't argue with that. Um, so the, um, caddy for Billy Madison in our, uh, happy Gilmore and the Adam Sandler movie, this kid just won like some kind of golf tournament, the FedEx St. Jude championship. How crazy is that? What a glow up. What a, a glow up. That is a big old glow up. And let me just say golf is the most boring sport i've ever seen on you television. don't understand it that's what it is but <laughs> do i watch it and go to sleep yes i'm a purist i only watch golf if they're wearing kilts and if it's freezing cold and wet outside in the country that it was invented in scotland Fright, <laughs> frightens me how uh accurate you describe that and to be what you were into. I don't know what you're into, but whatever. Men and like guilt. Just said men knocking balls around. Cold Scotland. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. All right, all right, don't all look right. at my search history. We're looking at it all. <laughs> and we are questioning every bit of it. That is some great news. Honestly, I love seeing shit like that where it's like, oh, this little kid that <laughs> was just in something 30 years ago. Now he's a professional. I like that. I love the I love the same thing where you see like pictures of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell where it's like he's 23 and he's eight years old and now they're teammates like that shit blows my fucking mind how sports works and one's getting <laughs> smacked in the face and the other's not and you're like well, this guy's <laughs> that a shit prick. is crazy hey honestly. you little bastard and you could see that repeated literally in in any other sport but it, it just it's crazy to see like it just reminds you of how old you're getting. In certain contexts, is, is Jake. Quick question: No, Iron Man or Wolverine? Uh, I would pick Iron Man. Mm. Now, are you going to tell me that a certain team spent years on an Iron Man game that got canceled when they wanted to make Wolverine? Yeah. Well, well there's a Wolverine depressing. game coming eventually, but yeah, there is an Iron Man video game out there. Well they had worked on whoever had worked on for years and did not do anything. Yep. Honestly, the last two months I've read uh, a couple books by Jason Schreer. Sure. He's a, uh, a journalist for Kotaku and he's got two different books and he writes exclusively about working in the video game industry. And let me tell you this, if you're looking for some, a little relaxing read to wind down before bedtime, this is not it because it gives you literal anxiety when you read about what it's actually like to make a video game. <laughs> and it's like, even when it's, it's, it's a success shit closes down like two <laughs> months later and you're out of a job. And it is a stressful thing to read about, especially when you're reading about indie devs with like, Oh yeah, I, I, my, I had a rich girlfriend and her family had money and I worked on this game for four years and it finally came out. And that game was called Stardew Valley and I made $30 million off of it, but I'd never got my, the door, the fuck it up door of my Toyota Camry fixed. <laughs> well, yeah, especially since someone tried to rob you. Oh, it's, it's a great, it's a great read. Either one of his books, um, press, uh, blood, sweat and pixels and then press reset, both of which you can get for about $10 on Amazon Kindle. Um, 
But yeah, if <laughs> if you're interested in that kind of thing, which I am, but if you also want to give yourself a dose of anxiety before you go off to sleep at night, that's a two great reads to check out. Um, I love anxiety. I think to myself, how much more anxious can I be? How do I make myself feel better before I fall asleep and be like, well, at least I'm not this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Let me think about <laughs> death or something horrible. Um, Jake, speaking of death, we watched Prey this week. We did. Um, and you watched a little bit after me. So I am going to let you take the reins on this <laughs> a little bit because your memory is going to be a little fresher than mine. You watched it a week before me. So I watched it two days ago. I, um, yeah. I was excited for this because honestly, most of the Predator movies are not very good. <laughs> Did you watch the first one? Yes. What'd you think of that one? Good movie. You thought it was a good movie? I thought yeah. it was decent action I movie. I mean, it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, 80s action movie. What do you expect? I have not seen a lot of them in between, but uh, the general consensus is they're, they're decreasing in quality. Mm, like most movies. Like most movies, right. Most 40-year-old franchises... They God, get, don't even say that aloud. That is get, true. But they get worse. Line. They get they get worse. Even I think Predator had a movie from three years ago that had yeah, a, with, a registered sex offender that was a uh, played a big part in that movie. I think. Yeah, I think Adrian Brody was in that movie <laughs> as well. Oh, Predator! I think has had a rough a rough run, and I think that a soft reboot, something like this, uh, behooves it. And I know that there's probably already discussion about this is the most woke movie ever where it's Native Americans. There's a version of it where you can watch in their Native American tribe language. And it's got a girl who dares to be a hunter when that's a, clearly a man's job. But did you feel like they really pushed the girl power stuff here? Not really. I mean, she's the sister of a guy who's good at hunting. But that guy doesn't seem like he's that good at hunting and she's got some good ideas. And they're like, nah, that's you're a stupid. dumb you idea because you're a girl and we're not going to do that. And she's like, I've got a I've got a rope on my axe so I can get it back. And they're like, why would you ever need to get your weapon back after you fired it as if you'd missed the first like, time? Come on, man. You know why? It's like we all know you're a bad shot. Like, stop big dicking it up in here. Like, we know you're not Except good she at, made an excellent tree. You're not good at this. <laughs> I think that a lot of the discourse that I've saw is either this is the best movie ever because of representation, da, 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 or this is the worst. Movie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
movie ever because it's woke, it's girl power, da 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 da, da Trump for president in 2024. God, and no! Again, it's really, it's, it's such, it's crazy that the predator can be such a polarizing thing when in reality what I took away from this was it was a fun action movie that was an hour and a half long that had some interesting ideas and I enjoyed. I enjoyed it as well. I really enjoyed it. And I think it's because they really were like, okay, we've got this franchise. Let's strip it back to the simplest interpretation of this possible. And let's do something interesting in this. Let's Let's remove the cell phones and all the bullshit. Exactly. And let's just see. It's like, let's put the predator. We're just going to put them like exactly 300 years in the past, which seven, 17, 19 is when this is. It set. was a callback too, because there's a gun that was handed to Danny Glover in um, predator two. And, and there was, was the also, and apparently this was something that was not subtitles in the English version, but when they are, this is skipping way ahead, but when the, the, um, the main girl, Naru and her um, brother, Tave, they're chained, and uh, she says something along the lines of, "No, nah, he won't come after us because he doesn't want to hunt that way." And he says something along the lines of, he quotes the predator line where Arnold says, "If it bleeds, we can kill it. If it's a thing that bleeds, we can kill it." Mm-hmm. Basically, um, there was another great moment which apparently wasn't subtitled in, in the English version, where he's called when the predator puts his cloak thing on and he calls him a coward. Because <laughs> he's hiding from them, <laughs> and which I which I really enjoyed, and these are the kinds of things that if I hadn't done a little bit of reading, I would have been surprised wouldn't be included from version to version. Because to me, not only is that funny, it's kind of a pivotal plot point because it really shows how those characters view this sort of thing. They're like they they don't necessarily equate Predator with being this extraterrestrial being. They call it a monster that came from the sky, but they also like, yo, you're chicken shit. You're coward. Like, we why are you fucking like, why are you hiding? Like, well, he you, does hide a lot to hide. And it's like, well, it's easy to be the biggest like hunter, the best hunter in the universe when you're invisible all the time. But so, that wasn't the case like every time. I mean, right. there if was like a wolf it. that he fought and like that was different. And then like whenever. The bear. Yeah, yeah, the bear, um, the dog survived the whole time, which I was relieved. I was too. I was like, please don't. I really wanted to watch this with my fiance, but I was like, man, if this dog dies, she's not going to be into this. Like the 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 dog. This movie sucks now. Dog is a very central part of this. I don't. What's the dog's name? There. So Naru was her name. Tave was her brother's name. Sorry. Sorry was the the, the Oh, you don't have to be sorry. What's the name of the dog? Sorry. No, it's okay. Just draw four. <laughs> draw the four. Dog's name? <laughs> it was uh up dog. Up dog. What's up dog? And what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> now sorry was the uh the dog's name. And yeah, I was I was glad to see the dog survived all the way through spoiler alerts, but um it it's so funny that doing even doing something like this can be considered political in this day and age because i i just thought it was a cool it's like yeah if you are filming a movie that's set 300 years in the past with native american actors 
and you're like, what is your tribe? Do you want to do, <laughs> do you want to do this in your native language? And they're like, yeah, we'll do a version of this in our native language that that is honestly considered a political thing because that's accurate. Now, if you want to dig into it, is is it completely historically accurate? No, probably not. I, I definitely think that the way that they talked with it, I was like, I got to take a shit. I'm going to go over here by this <laughs> tree. And then the predator kills him. Maybe not completely accurate, but. I mean, there was when you got a shit, you got a shit. I mean, early in the movie where those guys were walking around with her and they're like, oh, your dog tracked down a pile of shit. And they're like, and she's like, hey, like, don't, don't worry about it. And they're like, ah, you're a girl. You're not good at this. You we're not dumb. worried about you. You're not, we're not worried about you. <laughs> yeah, I did feel like they played on the fact that she was a girl. They just kept saying that it's your view is not a threat. And I didn't get the sense that it was so much like, hey, you're a girl, you suck. It was more like you're unproven. You're not strong enough for the predator. And I think that she realized that, too, because when they're when they're roped up together, she very much says, like, I think she has that realization like, oh, he went after the mountain lion or after the bear because if you that as a threat, but it walked past me because it's like, I don't have to worry about you, you know? It's, I, I don't, when you look at its core, it's like, maybe I could see those complaints, but it's, that's the kind of thing that would happen in these, these are very small, like nomadic tribes. And maybe there are like female figures of a tribe that are very good at something that other men aren't. And it's not, <laughs> well, it's it painted so, it very well that she was very accurate and she had a cohort. But she was good at it is, mm-hmm. is the thing where it's not like she f- ever failed at it. I mean, ultimately, we're getting a little bit ahead here, but she wins. I mean, she's turns out to That's be spoiler alert outsmarts the alien predator, which right. did not seem all that smart, to be perfectly honest. Where It just seemed just, like a brute. Yeah, they're just out there punching stuff. And then at the slightest inconvenience, you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to go invisible and use some lasers on this and these people. And it's like well, kind fuck, of bullshit. Fuck you, man. Like, But when actually- the tables get turned, it's always like a surprise. Like <laughs> in the first one, um, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had put like uh, mud all over himself to cool his body temperature. Right. So he's. Not detectable. Another big part of this, as it turns out. Yeah. Except this time, mud is hinted at, and you're like, oh, well, the mud's going to be it's the thing. The, but it's not mud. It's, it's like a flower very, petal. It, right. It's the flower petal where she's like, this will cool the chief's blood or whatever. So and you can like, why clot. would you want to do that? And she's like, trust me, it'll help. And the mom's But they like, explain it in know. the beginning, too. <laughs> so it isn't just some random bag of goodies, you know? Right. And that's the reason why she's able to hide from the predator because when she, the predator shows up at that, uh, like French, like campground camp, that one guy is like red hot and she's not because she's like, oh, I took this. <laughs> well, he played dead and. Yeah, that's how she figured it out. Where she gave him that shit uh-huh. inflammation, He's and like, then he he whenever he, he was stepped out. on, he screamed, and, and the predator like, was like, oh, "No, you're, you're, still, you're still alive, dumbass." Well, you know now. Brick squad. Um, that was after that guy was like, 
here's a gun. I'm going to show you how to load a gun. Oh, this yeah. Probably going to be important. <laughs> yeah, but his explanation, I don't know if I'd be able to retain that, especially since the quote unquote language bearers would be different. I mean, that's I'm not quoting that guy, anybody, that I guess. That particular but guy like, was the only one, the only French like one that was like, I speak Comanche and they introduce him because he's like, my tongue is very smart. I have learned your language or whatever. And it translated he was also it, a nice guy in the beginning. Yeah. And he, it tra- the, I think the subtitles were trying to tell you like this guy barely speaks the language, but he knows enough that the person that hearing that would be like, Okay, this, this guy, is broken, but I understand. This guy's trying. He's like, I, I get it. Like he's he's trying here. Um, but watching the Comanche thing in general, I don't know if I necessarily got the most like quote unquote accurate portrayal of this, but I did enjoy it, and I think that it is, it definitely is historic in a certain sort sense of uh, ways because it's the white man giving back the Indian man his props it's the first ever movie dubbed in comanche from start to finish and i think maybe if you look at the next like in terms of percentage maybe dances with wolves is the next closest thing to having i wonder how a native american language like being like transcribed throughout but i wonder how savvy the actors and actresses were for the language specifically were recruited because they were Comanche Native American. So they sp- spoke English, they spoke Comanche so that they were able to perform the entire thing in English and then dub their own lines in their own language. I feel like they would have had got somebody who would help them with a the dialect and be able to be like this is how you say that. I feel it's so difficult to be like no, this is how people would be like they talk like exactly this 300 years ago. Well, I mean, that's almost an impossible thing to be like. And in North Carolina, for as many crackers are out here, there is like Lumberton, which has a lot of Lumbee Lumbee Indians. There's a lot of Cherokee, Mm -hmm. Cherokee Native Americans. My grandma, she tells me, well, she used to my great grandma. She was like um, half Cherokee or like a quarter. It was one or the other. Um, by the time they got down to me, I'm like next to nothing, but, uh, you're very Irish. Oh, I am Irish to the fullest very little man. of the native American, um, melanin in your right? same, but me. I have someone in my family who, um, all the kids were like very pasty. And then like, she was very like dark skinned. And that's like, that's my dad's side of the family where they tan very, very well. And my mom's, well, she's just like dark naturally, like no tan or anything. Yeah. She's like, the Indian gene just really shines there. When do you grow? And I think that this is, I'm sure there's other podcasts have talked about this, but when you grow up in a place like where we did, there is an extremely complicated relationship between our heritage and native American heritage. And I think that in what way we st- came over here and stole their land and killed most oh, of Oh, you're people. talking not North Carolina or in particular in general, like Kernersville. You're talking about just in general. England and original America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's bad. It's all bad. Uh, most of it's bad is what I'm saying. Yeah. It sucks. Now at but, this point, everybody's kind of like, well, 
not necessarily whatever because some people will hold a grudge for that but i think most people like even the people in this movie i feel like their dialect was so it's obviously americanized yeah like when you look at the script it's very much because dan trachtenberg was the director and screenwriter for this and again trachtenberg is not a native american um you know surname get out of town it's it, it's a very it's a extremely complicated relationship because i feel like it's very much in the last few years where people were like oh maybe we shouldn't call <laughs> the football team at our nation's capital the redskins because that's a slur for native americans or indian style i think a that's different name the big one for me is they call it crisscross applesauce now but back in the day they would not think twice about throwing Indian style out there. And again, there. I, I don't know if Indian is necessarily the most offensive part. It's just like people from India are Indian. Well, we're yeah, but American. I mean, it's also we like, here, it's like we were here first. We're not Indian. We're not from India, but <laughs> we we're American. Yeah. And we were here first. Yeah. And maybe I, I don't know. Mind y'all. We're here for, 3,000 years before white people showed up here. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, a very... (sighs) People are weird. We're in a woke time, and I'm not really sure why someone would call it Indian style or why would you change the name? It's a a complicated sort of thing, but I I, I do think that it's, it's... At the very least, I think that the original intention was to do the entire thing and comanche or wherever i I'm that assu- would not be a good selling point for them i'm assuming wherever whatever region they set this was whatever tribe that they were going to go with because if they were like we're going to set this in the mountains of north carolina we would have been cherokee if they yeah. set it in the great plains it would have been comanche where would they, where would the comanches have been i think it's in the great plains so something of like this would have been like maybe like the Dakotas or Montana or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. somewhere where they were more likely to run into maybe French like fur trappers because they were very prevalent in Canada, but also in the, the Louisiana purchase, which would have been anywhere from Louisiana up through central Canada. Cause that kind of like big, diagonal to big tract of land mm-hmm. where, you know, they stake their claim from, but yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's difficult to necessarily say, and I, I think that we've maybe gone off the rails a little bit, but no, this to get back to this movie, thought it was good. I I really enjoyed it. No I watched it what, in a couple sittings. Um, no matter so. what language you're watching this in, I think this is just an enjoyable action movie. Not over gory, too. No, I wouldn't say that. And to call this a horror movie would be a stretch. I think it's an action movie. I think. It's very much just realizing it's how like to a use monster your, movie, but not so scary. It's a monster movie, but you barely see the monster. You you see the monster in glimpses and pieces, but you steal the monster's like laser targeted focused mask thing <laughs> at the end, and you put it in a stump, and you're like, ah, you waited into some quicksand, you dumbass. Yeah, and like, as <laughs> dependent as so I get that like you're trying to prove yourself um as a predator that you can hunt and stuff like that. But at the same time, they fall back on those same little like things they always need, like the the cloaking or yeah, the cloak or 
you know, the, where they can blow people up or their little like knife thing on their wrist. And it's like, oh, okay. Or like their bombs. Like I get it. We're, but there's some things that it's just like, come on, you could handle that easily. I, I just think it, it falls down to her being just that little bit smarter where maybe, maybe I think that the way that she, that uh, Naru feels like she can get through to the predators is where she's like, okay, it's underestimated me. It's like, this is not a problem. Just I've like got, everyone else. I've but got this, this person had to come out of uh, uh, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. this uh, pretty much naysay. You're like, I can't possibly be lured into a trap. But you do, and it turns out to be your undoing, and that's really what <laughs> what this winds up being. I think the perfect metaphor for this movie is whenever she is walking the opposite way, when all the females are walking one way, and then she's walking one way, and she's the only one that had makeup as far as the women went. She right, the, wore the makeup, war, the war paint, on, yeah, under the eyes, and, stuff. and the the guys had that, and they but make she a did very not. big point of her. She like she's running for most of this movie, it's like rubbed off. But before the final showdown, she's like, "I'm gonna put this shit back on because I want you to yeah. know that I know what I'm doing, motherfucker." <laughs> so- <laughs> and then like. She just kind of proves herself, but I think that it's not one of those movies where it's like constantly in your face, like, hey, girl power. It's like one of those ones where you're like, that girl was pretty badass. It just it just makes sense. And because every dude in this movie is like, yeah, I got this because. Well, they're know, dumb and they're like, oh, you can't and I'm do get this. this. And they're like, oh, you're a girl. And I can't. Oh, no, it ate my nutsack off. Yeah, they're I'm all dying. egotistical and they're like, you can't do this, but they don't say it's because you're a girl. It's, they just it's say more just you because can't do they're this. like, yo, I'm good at what I'm doing and nothing can ever defeat me. And then you're just immediately proven wrong because Bitch. you've got that. You've got that level of hubris and you just literally cannot accept a different world of you. But this I mean, this this movie, it, it's a it's a fun action movie. And I I just really enjoyed it. It does not outstay its welcome. It is absolutely it justifies what it is, what it does in the time slot that it does. And I think it's just a really perfect take of time. on what let's face it. This is a failed franchise. The Predator franchise, like they're leaning heavily on stuff they did in the 80s and everything that they have done since then. No good. Well, they've tried Alien versus Predator. Good movie. Good. But how fucking long ago was that? They have. I don't even think that was good. It, it's good. Decent movie. And they're really leaning on. Oh, we were we um, kind of like Halloween. We made a couple good movies in the 80s and we're really coasting on. But we forgot about good, them all in the new ones except for the all. first movie. Well, that's this problem. It's like, well, we have to forget about all of them except like maybe the good ones that people remember so Just that people will be like, oh, okay, well, if they fix it, you know, like this. No one's going to forget the timeline, man. It, it just makes sense to be like, we're going to go back. We're going to do something hundreds of years ago in the future. Not only is it just a cool idea. I think it's something that works and I think it works in the context that they try to make it fit. And it's, it's an enjoyable movie again, whichever fucking version you want to watch it in. I think that this movie is worth watching. It's fun. It's interesting. It probably could have been maybe a silent movie basically, because when you really figure in all the Mm -hmm. amount of talking that's in it, it's probably two thirds of this is just, 
her and the dog running around. Well, I think you have to hear what's happening in the woods and stuff like that. Whenever she kills that one or that one guy and she stands behind the predator. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And when you're looking at the French guys and they're like, oh, they put this girl in a cage like a dog. And they, oh, they found her dog. And it's also they cut her brother up hard. They're bad people. That dog was in and out of that movie, like off and on. That dog, great. <laughs> that dog, great. That dog was yeah. Great. That dog, great. That, that great actor. I loved you dog. in the office, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> when I spilled that chili. <laughs> that dog, great. That dog was a great dog actor. Honestly, I I am continuously blown away when they have an actual animal on set and they're like, hey. The dog was in and out though. He just running around. Maybe yeah, pretty much. It's like I'm running from this. The I'm same dog bear. or a similar oh. looking dog, but yeah, it's just fought her, walking her all around the woods, and blows my mind. I have no idea how they actually do that on set, and again, just Donuts. literally blows my mind. I get, I get that the predator was a guy in a suit and or CGI. a six foot seven guy in the suit, very big. Yes, but that dog probably a real dog. No, it Most was actually a tiny person. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Two tiny people. <laughs> Two. And they ran around They're very real, quick. Very convincing. Usalon Bolt. His younger brother. Usalon Bolt. Yes, Usalon. Usain. Usalon. Usain. You insane. You insane, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, I thought that there was a lot of things to be excited about in this franchise. I think it'd be interesting if they came and did like some kind of like where they grabbed the girl from this movie. And then like, maybe if they made a secondary movie where they had somebody who came in and like put them against the predator. So we have two identifying people with the predator in the big fight um, that predator likes to put people in, but that would take time. Um, because I don't know if they thought this was going to be as big of a hit as it was. Honestly, I feel like the fact that they put forth a little bit of effort, like every fucking, like, I hate to say this, every fucking, like, liberal, like, leaning, like, gaming or, like, media outlets, like, all Prey is, like, one of the better movies of 2022. And enjoyably, it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's just because it's Native American. Oh, it's no. Because it's in Comanche language. I think it's just an enjoyable movie, but I think it's got that clout now. And I hate to be like, oh, yeah, it's one of the best movies. I enjoyed it, though. Like, it, honestly, in terms of a new release that goes straight to Hulu, it's one of the better ones and one of the higher budget ones that I think that you can tell that they... There's that little bit extra money, a little bit extra care for a straight to Hulu release that you're like, I get it. Like this is this is a good movie. It's an enjoyable watch. And thank God, like it's literally 90 minutes long. You could just sit and consume this and be like, yeah, that was a good movie or that wasn't a good movie. But it doesn't. It's just kind of one of those things that washes over you and you think over it in the next couple of days. And you're like, I liked watching that it was good and there was there's a lot of good stuff in it and just really like beautiful scenic views and great cinematography and i felt the acting was very good for the uh comanche people some of the french people were a little over the top they were like blah 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 blah, blah, exactly blue (laughs) but no they're in it for maybe 10 minutes 
So yeah, they're short lived and because they they're bad and they get killed very quickly because I think the like, writing oh, was pretty decent on how they st- plotted this thing too. <laughs> it uh, just it made sense as a very kind of short, self contained story. It's like yeah, if this was a thing that happened three hundred years ago, probably I could true. Why time. not? That's exactly how it probably would have went, and then you would imagine. That story gets forgotten. Well, I don't know how they're going to take off because I feel like you have to keep your people from the last one, which is really only one person, their dog. And then how you incorporate that into like the next person, you know, take it to the next thing. I just want, I, if they want to keep this franchise going in this, in a similar sort of way, do a similar sort of movie, but do it with different factions and different timelines i'd love to see predator versus the samurai predator in the american revolution predator versus like the incan empire in like south america just do stuff like that like i'm sure they have touched on similar sorts of things in the comics but do stuff like that like i think that that kind of one-off thing is more interesting than this far-flung futuristic thing where it's like, oh, we've got guns and laser guns and teleporters. I don't care. I want to see how someone who has never fired a gun before figures out how to beat this fucking alien asshole. Well, yeah, it's like (laughs) new technology versus old technology. Right. But at the same time, that prevails because... um, Because you can outthink it. filled advantage, too. Right. And you're also not arrogant. You're like, oh, shit. This is... I've never seen anything like this before. I've really got to up my game. And the predator is just like, Oh, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And does the predator really play by the rules? Not really. I mean, you'd like to, it's presented that sort of way, but the second that things actually get inconvenient, they're like, Cloaking device. Yep, I'm going back to my dark place. Now, shark? The laser target to guns. And it's like, okay, so you're not really into the whole hunting thing. It's it's just like... It's not about a handicap in this. You're role-playing until things get hard, and then you're like, okay, well, actually, fuck these people. Fuck these animals. I mean, that just (laughs) sounds weird because you're saying you're playing until it gets hard, and they'll fuck these animals, fuck the people. Um, I don't know what's going on your... Your franchise. Yeah, man, you peanut butter motherfucker. Until it gets (laughs) difficult, you're not... not, It's not a challenge. And then you're like, actually, I don't like a challenge. <laughs> what I've would decided you, I don't like this. What would you rate this movie? It's like a seven out of ten. You think so? I think it's probably an eight out of ten, just because it's Predator, and I think it exceeds what Predator has been over the for, time. For and a I think long time. I think that kind of. I mean, it's a big franchise, obviously. And I think the fact that it kind of went over and above and came out of nowhere. Like, would you think like in twenty twenty two you'd be like, oh the predator no. we talked about this like a month ago and we're like ah we'll see what this is like when yeah it comes out. And it's and like out in a month we're like oh, we'll watch it when it comes out maybe it'll be good maybe it won't i think decent people liked it it's good it's fun i think it does some interesting ideas deserving of a sequel if they do one but i think it should this particular section of that should be a one-off but i think that they'll try to this incorporate some similar sort of thing i think is something they should try if they want to go back further in time what if they went to like like africa yeah like ancient egypt or something like that yeah i think that would be kind of cool but then are you really kind of like 
presenting the same movie at that point. Not it's like old technology versus new technology. Though the pyramid um, has the advantage of being intricate because there's a bunch of nooks and crannies already. Yeah, but in <laughs> Aliens and Predator, they kind of went through something like that before. But that would also explain where they got that idea too. And at some point, the Predator has to win. You can't just keep sending them Earth and they keep win- losing every time because eventually you'd be like, "Well, all you guys are well, dumbasses." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an interesting sort of thing to um, to explore. I would like to see maybe one more of these, maybe two more of these. Just depending the trilogy. I would like to see Dick and Balls. I would. So they did the trilogy. They did Native Americans. I'd love to see something in like feudal Japan and maybe something in like ancient Egypt or something like that. I think that two of those time periods could be really interesting. And for whatever reason. Ninja it, would be very cool. Like yeah, if exactly. it was a ninja, because a then you got the cloaking kind of different predator every time. And I think that that's the different reason. fighting style against him yeah. too. I think that that's the kind of thing that would keep me going back where you're like, okay, this is believable enough to be like, they keep going back further and further in time. And again, that's kind of what Terminator does too, where they were like, okay, well this didn't work out. So we're going to go further back, back further in time, in time and or, before or they can whatever. defeat us. And it would also establish that link where Predator is like, like we're, we keep getting like beaten up by these people. What's their secret? How far back in time do we have to go? Like what? How many herbs exact- and spices yeah. are on this chicken? <laughs> 13. No. What are they? <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's, it's an interesting direct into direction to take that franchise especially when that's a franchise that people are tired fanatical of. well i think They're, people are fanatical about it whoever are, have been watching it since the beginning i think if you if you if you like it but i think that a lot of people are were dunzo on it and that's a reason why this was a hulu straight to hulu thing rather than a theatrical I, culture might have been but i think people <laughs> who are really into like predator and stuff and watched all the movies. I think they are probably like excited about this and glad that it is reaching some people as opposed to being like something that they just talk amongst in their communities. And, and honest, in all honesty, I think that they're getting more exposure from doing something like this than if it was a thing that came out in theaters for three weeks that people forgot about. Yeah, I think I, <laughs> not coming out in the movie theaters. I think if it that is an interesting well. way to go about it. And I don't think that it would have done well at the theaters. I don't think this is something that you and I would have seen. Probably not. Um, just because even if it got really good reviews and I think that it benefited it coming straight to Hulu. Now, th- that doesn't give you the glitz and glamour of everything. But at the same time, it gives you it, momentum to and- build up to that point. Which is like a nice little runway to take off. Exactly. It's like, well, if this has been around for a while, things haven't been going well. Let's try something a little different. Let's see if we can build up to something for see what happens. Yeah. And I think that that's a, it's a good way of going about it. And that's a smart way of putting this on one of those platforms where it reaches a lot of people and maybe people that are not definitely like us, that we would probably not pay money to go watch this in a theater we watched it and we watched it in different versions nonetheless. And we're like, we can actually <laughs> compare and contrast. And we're like, yeah, like the, I, I get it. Good idea. Way to go. 
Yeah, I was interested to, to see how that would come off um, in Comanche, but it did really well. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, if if you haven't watched it, seriously, I don't think we spoiled it literally at all. <laughs> the beats are basically what you can imagine. Predator comes to Earth. Uh, there's a kerfuffle and they got to figure out how to beat the Predator. And that's really all the plot points you really need to, to know about. <laughs> It's worth the watch if you're looking for something and if intriguing. You, if you just want a nice half or hour and a half hour movie that is an action movie that is worth your watch, I think this is it. This is a this is a good reintroduction to that franchise and it's got some great ideas. And I hope that they kind of keep something like this similar moving forward because I think that it could be a really interesting direction to take that franchise, which is clearly be more of a cash cow. So (laughs) yeah, more of a cash cow. But yeah, I don't have anything else to add, Ryan. Yes. No, good movie. See it. It's probably one of the better ones that for this franchise. And I can't even think of what we've seen this year, but it, I, we've watched a lot of shit and this is pretty good. It is one of the so best. There's better. Definitely agree with this. The most. One of the better ones. Definitely go watch it if you haven't already. Um, it's a good movie and we'll probably be talking about it in our year in review in a little while. Probably six months from now. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's a good one. Watch it. And I, I would definitely say it's it's make a love worth it. to it. Yeah. Really savor that predator. <laughs> and be the prey. Ryan, that's it. That'll do us for this week. You got anything else to add? Night at night, bitches. Until next week, folks. Toodaloo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.